Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2,218. Today we're celebrating the annual Scottsdale, Arizona auctions that takes place the week of January 21st through the 29th. In today's show, we'll learn all about Bonham's Scottsdale auction, and that takes place January 26th at the beautiful Weston Kierland Resort and Spa. To learn more, go to bonhams.com. Get your bitter cards ready. We're going to have some fun today. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yacht. Yeah, I'm in beautiful Marina Del Rey, California, with a returning guest, a longtime friend, Jacob Grayson. Jacob, welcome back to Cars Yacht. Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Thank you, Mark. I'm so excited to be back with you on, on this great show. I am in first gear and ready to uh, pop the clock. All right. We're going to have some fun. And we're going to be talking about a very cool event. This is the 12th year for Bonhams being in Arizona during the auction week. And you guys have some very special cars. But I want to give you a proper introduction first so we can kind of set the tone here. And we're going to dive into, oh, man, you got quite a lineup of vehicles. Oh, I can dream. And you guys definitely fulfilled dreams. So let me give you a proper introduction. Jacob Grayson is the Bonhams vice president, head of their U.S. motoring and a collector's motor car specialist. Bonhams is a British auction house that was founded way back in 1793. It's one of the world's oldest and largest auctioneers known internationally for fine art, antiques, jewelry, automobilia, motorcycles, and of course, motor cars. The auctions are held in conjunction with some of the most renowned global motoring events, including the Quail, the Goodwood Revival, and many, many others. Jacob holds memberships in numerous motoring clubs and is an avid enthusiast and collector of motor cars and motorcycles. And Bottoms will be back again this year celebrating their 12th annual Scottsdale auctions. It'll be taking place January 26, 2023, which is not that far away, so make your reservations, and it'll be at the beautiful Weston Kierland Resort and Spa. We'll be back in just a moment to learn what they've got up their sleeve. But first, a word from our sponsor. So give them a little love and we'll be right back. Autumn has arrived. The weather's changing. And that means your vehicles need extra protection against everything Mother Nature can drop. Covercraft offers you a multitude of layers of protection for your special rides. Are you putting your summer toys away? Watercraft, RV, motorcycles, trailers, or even your patio furniture? Covercraft has a custom fit cover for whatever your need. Covercraft offers you 10 different car cover options. That's right, 10 for your special vehicle's protection, whether stored inside or out. All carefully crafted into the form and fit with the quality and attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. And don't forget their custom fit seat covers, pet pad, Fido's going to get wet and muddy, I guarantee it, dash mats, sunscreens, and custom fit floor mats and trunk mats. Whatever the surface you want to protect, Covercraft has your solution. If you use the code ya 21 at Covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Simply use the code yeah 21 at checkout. Come on, Mother Nature, bring it on. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was tired of my rates for my collector car insurance going up every year for no explainable reason. 
My carrier seemed to be turning into a media company versus an insurance company, and I realized that a portion of my policy premium was paying for all those so-called free media goodies. So I did my homework, I talked to knowledgeable collectors, shopped around, and discovered American Collectors Insurance. They've been serving the collector car hobby since 1976. You last that long by properly serving your customers' insurance need, not with a lot of fluff. ACI is ranked the number one online collector car insurance provider according to Google, Trustpilot, Facebook, and they offer their real person guarantee live support. No never-ending phone loops when you need help. Plus, because you don't use your classic car as a daily driver, you could save up to 40% compared to regular auto insurance. American Collectors Insurance provides agreed value policies. So if you experience a total loss to your collector vehicle or it's stolen, you'll be paid the amount listed on your declaration page, less any deductibles, of course. No ifs, ands, or buts. Give them a call today and ask for your free quote at 866-A-C-I-Y-E-A-H. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Greens, at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Fall is here, and you know what that means. Time to put a good coat of protection on your vehicle. I'm teamed up with AutoGeek, and they've been the leading source of auto detailing products, accessories, and expert knowledge for more than 20 years. What started back in 1997 as a small mail-order catalog company grew into a multi-website-based e-commerce store, and that's what they are today. With a large online presence on its own website featuring close to 100 different brands, AutoGeek has grown to be the largest car care retailer in the country. AutoGeek's wholesale program serves accounts in over 30 countries, and its retail sector ships worldwide. If you want to protect your vehicle this fall, and you should, go to AutoGeek.net for the best product selection on the internet today and technical support. AutoGeek.net is where I go for my detailing needs. That's AutoGeek.net. So, Jacob, uh, this year, 12th annual, uh, this week in the desert is one of those weeks that people just migrate to. I think this is going to be a blowout because everybody's back up and traveling and enjoying things. And I wanted to touch on a few things before we dive into the actual cars you're going to be offering because you've got quite a lineup. Uh, First of all, I want to talk a little bit more about you. How long have you been with Bonhams and what is that title that I introduced with you or for you really mean for the customers that you serve? Well, Mark, I've been with Bonhams uh, just about 10 years. In a few months from now, I've been, been with Bonhams for 10 years. And uh, it's flown by very quick. <laughs> no kidding. It's an exciting job. You know, you, um, you know, you get to meet a lot of interesting people. And most importantly, you, you get to work with a lot of great, great cars. I'm, you know, really a car enthusiast at heart. I grew up in, in, uh, my dad was a Peugeot dealer over in Denmark. You know, so I grew up with cars and then, you know, really got an affection for the, for the classic cars and the vintage cars. Him and I bought an old MGA when I was 14 years old. And yeah, fast forward from uh, <laughs> 25 years and uh, here I am and uh, been lucky to you know meet the right people and, and um, got to do what I, what I do today. So in your role there at Bonhams, what, you know, I tell people about what you do and they go, wait, there's like a real job doing that. Can you explain what it is that you do for your clients there at Bonhams? 
certainly. You know, what, what I do and what, what we do at Bonhams, we consign and sell, you know, collector cars at auction, which could be modern cars that are collectible. It could be, you know, we sell very old cars. We have a very broad spectrum at Bonhams. A couple of weeks ago, we had an auction in England where, where all cars were from what we call the golden age of motoring, which is, is basically up to the 20s, and that's the 20s 100 years ago. So, yeah. you know, very early cars, many that are eligible for the London to Brighton run. But I think what we do, we, we offer the service where we will consign a car, research it, market it to a, a very broad audience, and sell it for hopefully the, the highest price that, that can be achieved. It's a little bit like art at auction. An auction house, I think, is very helpful and necessary when you have something that, you know, the, the price could be sort of more or less of what you think it is. Also, you, you really want to get it in front of the right people. You know, yes. you want to really make sure that it's marketed right so you're not leaving money on the table, basically. We've seen many cars go up in value. Some cars go down in value. And, you know, I would say wholeheartedly selling at an, an auction like Bonhams, you will get the full retail for the car, which which ultimately is what most sellers are, are looking to do, oh, you know, to really maximize the potential of their car. The collective car world is really sort of driven by the individuals that own these cars, and, and um, they are absolutely enthusiastic. And, and love their cars and use them and and um, you know it's not just an asset but it it is also an asset i mean it's a lot of money these cars are worth and it's it's important to um to sell the car right i think um we we also you know offer for the buyer offer some reassurance that the car is what we say it is you can easily go go wrong buying an old car there's a lot of elements that might not be disclosed in, in, in some auctions and in a private sale if the sellers are maybe not knowledgeable enough or not ethical. So it is, um, you know, because a car, a, a car's value can, can swing drastically. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, when, when you start looking at, you know, matching numbers of authenticity and things like that, you know? Well, it's a trusted name. I mean, Bonhams has just been around forever. And one of the things I find is when I go to your website, I get caught up in all the other things that you Bonhams has for sale, not just cars, but art and jewelry and furniture. I mean, it just goes on and on. And all of a sudden I go, wait, I came here to look at cars. What am I doing in the furniture section? But this is so fascinating. <laughs> But that's what yeah. Bonhams is. Bonham brings things to market that you typically would not see, and they're fully vetted, and you can feel confident in what you're getting. I wanted to get your impression on how you have perceived the 2022 collector car world, because we've seen since COVID struck, the collector car world kind of exploded. Well, kind of. It did explode in many, many cases. Values just shot through the roof. People are going, oh my gosh, I better get in now because I'll never be able to get in. Things have started to cool a little bit in some arenas. Now, you guys deal with very high-end cars, so that's a little bit different. But what has been your impression on the 2022 market? So my impression is that the market is strong. It's, it's very robust. Nothing has um, dropped significantly, but there are there are many sort of sub-market. You will see that certain more modern cars from the 80s and 90s and 2000s even have have risen drastically in price. <laughs> oh, I know it's incredible. Yeah, and some of the some of the more 
you know, maybe some pre-war cars have softened a bit. The, the 50s and 60s Ferraris, for example, which we were selling very well 10 years ago, or some of them have certainly softened up, but other ones are, have remained very strong. Um, the sale I talked about earlier of cars made from 1920 and, and back, <laughs> that was a very strong sale. We had cars that doubled and tripled the estimates. These were cars from 1902, 1903. So, I think it's enthusiast-driven. So, sort of golden rule as I see the market right now: if if the market, if the car made its mark on the era it was built, and it's eligible and usable for events, there's a good chance that that the market for that particular model is very strong. On the more modern cars, I would say there are some cars that are probably a little bit driven by speculators. Uh, some of the more modern sort of quite common cars that are that are very valuable have gotten a lot more valuable and I don't always see those cars used a lot and I you know I think that is certainly more mindset of sort of investing in it which has always been around in and it's around whenever you have an asset or something that becomes more valuable you will have you know people that are investing in it and it's not a bad thing but you know i i think at current the market is is sort of very it it's in a good place because you have sort of an equal share of enthusiasm and investors that are sort of driving it so it's a good balance you know and it's cool to have an old car people like old cars and as long as they do you know i think we're going to be in a good place I think so. Now, you've been around as long as Bonhams has been doing the Arizona auctions. This is their 12th year. You've been with them almost 10. So you've been to pretty much all the, the events. Is there a, a typical tradition with the Scottsdale auction for Bonhams that you see a theme happening, uh, kind of a sense of feeling of what that auction is all about? You know, it's the beginning of the year. The snowbirds come down. There's normally a sort of a very optimistic atmosphere out there. I can't really say a certain kind of car sells well out there. I would say it's very much what we what we see in Amelia Island, in Monterey, and, and again in Scottsdale. It's sort of the same. Um, it, it's sort of the top three venues of the calendar in the U.S. where you have international attendance, you have international bidding, you know, you have you have all eyes on Scottsdale that week. So it's sort of a, a broad spectrum of cars that do well. And, you know, I think it's it's really down to the individual car. And then our job is to have the right guys in front of it that wants it to, to get it done right, you know. Oh, absolutely. And, and you're having this auction at the Westin, the Kierlin Resort and Spa. It's a beautiful setting. So that adds a nice compliment to the actual event of a wonderful destination where people can go out and spend multiple days and relax and enjoy and, and also have fun at the uh, the auction. Have you been there before? Has that been a regular venue that you attend? We have been there every year for the yep. past 12 years. Yep. And it is indeed a great, great venue. <laughs> it is. It's absolutely wonderful. So we talk about What's coming up here? There's a couple cars that I want to kind of dive into because you've got some really special cars. And there's a wonderful collection that we'll get to as well. But let's start with some of the cars you have for sale. One of them is a class winning from Pebble Beach, 1953 Seattle 208S Spider. Oh, my heart be still. <laughs> Tell me about that car. <laughs> wonderful car. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they're such incredible cars. I've been fortunate to sell uh, a few of them, both, uh, you know, they, they made these cars alongside with Fiat 
Fiat model was called the Fiat Otoru or the 8V because it had an eight-cylinder engine, a, a beautiful little two-liter V8 engine, all aluminum. The chassis is fully independent. The brakes are these great aluminum Alfin brakes, and that you could get them in different body styles, both batched by Fiat or by Fiat. And um, the 208S Spider, in my opinion, is one of the, the most attractive of, of the 8V cars. The Supersonics is another favorite of mine by Fiat. This is by Moto. So they were all coach-built cars, you know, like a common thing in pre-war years, but post-war, it's really only the most prestigious chassis that, that were done bespoke with bespoke coachwork, you know. This car won its class in Pebble Beach this year. We all know it's pretty um, heavily scrutinized Concorde yarching there, so it is absolutely as good as it gets. It was done by Nino Epifani, who is one of the best restorers for, say, Italian sports cars. And it's, it's, it's a car you can do a lot of things with. You know, you could take it on the Milamilia, probably on the Colorado Grand. You could you could show it again at, at concours around the world. Or you can just drive it, you know, and enjoy that V8 engine, the light steering, handling, and, you know, look like the Dolce Vita, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, sold. I'll take it. Another car I wanted to touch on is a 59 BMW 507 in a Series 2 Roadster. Ah, oh, wonderful cars, rare cars, just a delight. Yeah. Oh, they, they're a little bit of the same thing. Also, an all-aluminum V8 engine. BMW lost money on every one of them. You know, they were making Isetas and very much economy economy cars at the time. The 507 was really to BMW to um, sort of show something to compete with their neighbors. Next time over in Stuttgart, Mercedes, who was making the 300SL, of course. I've sold and driven several 507s and 300SLs. The 507 is just a beautiful car. I mean, they just got the styling just right. A 300SL is probably a little better engineered car. Again, they had, or Mercedes had, had won many races and things like that. You know, BMW was not racing at this time. So they, they probably didn't have the same mechanical engineering technology, but the styling is just wonderful. And, and I mean, you know, Elvis had one, which, which is a good, he did. good uh, reason to buy one. <laughs> yeah. It was, I saw that car parked on the lawn at Pebble. It was white yeah. and uh, somebody had, uh, somebody had kissed the fender, which was something that yeah. back in the day, they said a lot of people did. I don't know if that was playing by the owner or some, some woman just went up and gave it a smack. So that was a wonderful yeah, car too. Cars owned by BMW, um, by the BMW museum these days, actually it, it, it lived in, um, Northern California for a very long time with a collector who, who sold it to, um, to BMW. They only made 271, I believe, of them. And, uh, you know, they're just lovely cars. Also, you can do many events with them. Fantastic cars. Uh, the car we're selling has rush wheels, which really changes the aesthetics, gives it even more, a little more aggressive dance and, and, and sporty look. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moving a little bit newer here, you've also got a 2005 Porsche Carrera GT, which you don't see these come up that often. This car is pretty special. It is indeed. It is indeed. Black, black from factory. It's got less than 5,000 miles and it's a US spec car, which, which is what you would want living in this country. You know, you couldn't really get a European car and they were all made between 2004, five and six. You know, one of the last sort of real analog is the wrong word, but they're, you know, they're stick shift. They're extremely fast. 
yeah. um, V10 engine, mid mid mounted V10 engine, a car that has become a bit of a an instant collect. Well, I wouldn't say instant collectible because I, I remember 2007, eight, nine. You know, when these cars were three, four, five years old, they were they were not trading for more than the MSRP really, and and they made about 1,200 cars. So you know, there were a lot of them sitting around, but that has changed a lot. Oh, you yeah. know, people no are looking kidding. back at these. <laughs> yeah, they've just become collectible, full-on collectible. There's actually a rally for these cars these days. And um, you know, people look, I think people look at these cars, you know, they look back in the 50s and 60s, what are the most important cars to the, now the most collectible, i.e. most valuable. And they will say, well, let's pick, let's pick newer ones while they're still you know, affordable and get in early. And, and that's, that's exactly what people have done with the Carrera GT. You know, in, in the 2000s, that were really one of the cars that made its mark alongside the 959 from the 80s, you know, like the F40, the F50. It was sort of Porsche's first really fully re-engineered, you know, nothing in that car belongs in a in a 911 or a Boxster. It, it's everything was purposely made for just that model. Um, yeah, they're, they're extremely desirable and and um, a thrill to drive. That's for sure. No kidding. Now we got to come back to the states here. A couple cars here before we take a short break. A 71 Corvette 454 ZR2 with a T-top, and you've also got a 71 Hemi Cuda that's come over from Europe. So tell me about those two rides. That's right. They're actually both coming from Europe. The CR2, which is a very rare car, I believe only about 12 of them were had that performance package. That's coming from the UK. It's been there in the same ownership for about 45 years. Wow. The other, the Himikuda, um, is coming from my native Denmark, actually. And uh, I consigned it from the, from the son of the original owner. Wow. So in, in 1971, he called Chrysler and ordered a Hemikuda, paid the money and got it over to Denmark. And it's believed that it's maybe the only one, or there was at least very few Hemikudas that were exported. You know, most of them were sold in the U.S. and remained here. But this car came to little Denmark and surely uh, was able to pull away from anything on the road over there. So um, yeah. that's pretty exciting to, to <laughs> bring imagine? that car back. Imagine one of yeah, those driving no, around I, Denmark. Well, I that had to stand they out. They were driving Volvos and Saabs. You know, it, it, it would have made quite a quite an impression Yes, in Copenhagen in 1971, that's for sure. So, so that's on a boat right now <laughs> heading here. I think so. We'll take a short break. Thank our sponsors. We come back. We're going to talk about another very special collection that'll be at Bonhams, Arizona this year, the Ramshead collection. So sit tight, keep your bitter card in your lap, and we'll be right back. You've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine here on Cars, yeah, for a couple of years now. Well, they're growing. And in 2023, they're going to grow from four issues a year to six. And there's an opportunity here for you to take advantage of this growth. If you go to LinkageMag.com and click on the Renew button, if you already subscribe, you can get a great deal. Use the code RENEW6 for one year and you'll get six issues for the price of four or 
Type in Renew12 for two years where you also have a great savings. Plus, they'll even throw in a free Linkage hat. How cool is that? The publisher of Linkage is Donald Osborne. He's been a guest multiple times here on Cars Yeah. He's become a good friend of mine. And I'll tell you, Linkage Magazine is one of those newer magazines that you're going to want to get. It's all about experiences, opinions, and values. It's a wonderful publication, something I look forward to getting. And now that I'm going to be getting six a year, even more special. So go to LinkageMag.com. Again, use the code RENEW6 or RENEW12 to get that special deal. Do it before December 31st, 2022, so that in 2023, you'll get six issues of Linkage Magazine instead of four. 20, 50, or 100 years from now, will there be a workforce to care for the collector vehicles we love? With auto shop programs disappearing across the country, it's a question we enthusiasts have to ask. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these vehicles aren't lost to time. One of the many ways RPM, which is short for Restoration, Preservation, and mentorship is accomplishing this goal is through workforce development initiatives. The RPM apprenticeship program enables the next generation of artisans to earn a living while they learn the craft of restoring and preserving these vehicles directly from industry professionals. The endangered skills program documents the process of masters training future craftspeople on a variety of critical skills in danger of being lost forever. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of the collector vehicle skills trade, visit RPM Foundation today. They're one of the charities of choice here on Cars Yeah. So we're back. So let's talk about John White's Ramshead collection because John, I met John about 12 years ago. My daughter and I stopped at his uh, place and had lunch with him on our way down to her first year in college. And he walked us through his collection and I knew he had some cool cars, but I didn't know he had so many very, very special cars. And sadly, we lost John this year. You know, he was one of those guys that was very quiet and kind of shy, but he always took his cars to events. He drove his cars. He was a wonderful man when you got to know him. And I want to talk about just a few of the cars you guys are going to be offering out of this collection. Uh, We'll start with the 57 Chrysler Ghia Super Dart. Very unique car. Indeed. Indeed. Very unique car. And, you know, back to John, he was such a gentleman, such a nice man. And and, um, yeah, we're all sad that we lost him and likely very honored to been chosen to to handle the cars from his collection. John had an eye for sort of mid mid century American design and Italian design, which which, you know, a lot of the, the headliners in his collection are American chassis that that were flown over to Italy and, and you know, designed and coach built, just like the Seattle we talked about earlier. But most importantly, he really understood quality and good cars. So the cars in his collection of, of thirteen cars are all in exceptional condition. And with no sort of bogus history or anything like that. But, you know, back to the, to the ES Superdart 400, which is an incredible car. It's a one-off show car, has the, the, the massive 400 horsepower Hemi engine in it. Chrysler always wanted to make headlines and sort of compete with maybe the more traditional Ford and GM companies. So they would fly this chassis to Gia in Torino, who then put a this wild coupe body on with you know bigger fins I think than the 59 Cadillac yeah. this was two years earlier yeah 
and absolute unique styling through and through. And even the interior has a record player and it's, it's just <laughs> yeah. so, so wild. And then it went to the Torino Auto Show, then went back on a plane to be shown at the New York Auto Show, where it was bought by the first owner who sold it to the second owner who would keep it for many years in Jersey and actually drive it. He would drive it on the street and um, kept it original, which is what's, what's so unique. This car was shown in Pebble Beach at the in the preservation class. So, you know, the paint, the interior, everything is original, which, which is, is quite special on a, on a car that is now, what, 70, 70 years old or so. Bright yellow with, with yes. a, a grill that wraps around, the chrome wraps around and runs down the side of the car. Yeah. You listeners have to go and check this out if you've never seen one of these. And you probably haven't unless you've been on the lawn or at one of the events. This thing is crazy. I mean, the front of it is like a big... Well, those big whale fishes, you know, the way the grill. I'd hate to clean the bugs out of that grill. I have to say that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a, a, a show car. You know, it, it's a design study to get the the headliners and, and, and everybody's attention at the auto shows and then carry elements of it into your production cars. You know, that that's what they were doing just as they're doing today, you know. Yep, and bright yellow. I mean, it, it definitely yeah. wants to make a statement. Now, another one you have is a 62 Chrysler Ghia. Another one, 6.4 GS1 Coupe, I guess we would call it. I mean, again, John had an eye for stuff. Uh, tell us a little bit about this little gem. So the L6.4, that's the 62 Ghia. Also shown at the New York Auto Show car, we have this really cool photo of it with with these you know there's these two guys standing in the background that are like just like out of the out of the TV series the Mad Men. They made a few more of these. I believe they made 19 of those. But this is you know another car with really special styling, really wild lines, and all the luxury you can you can dream of inside. Also, this car is very original. The interior is original. And that's just great to see. So you know it's it's a real car that hasn't been modified or things like that. Yeah, it's really cool. And then there's a 54, another Ghia, Chrysler Ghia, yes. the GS1. That's right. That's actually my, my favorite of, of the three Ghia concept cars in John's collection. The, mine mine the too. GS1. <laughs> that color. Oh, my <laughs> I, gosh. Yes. And, and just the lines, you know, the soft sort of – that could easily have been a, a – a, Ferrari from from the early fifties or or something like that. It's just a beautifully styled car. This car has been at Pebble Beach three times, believe it or not, meticulously restored. And again, you know, big V eight up front, very capable Chrysler chassis with just a stunning coach built body of carrosserie on it. Uh, one of nine made, and we think there's just five of them left. Well, I'll tell you, listeners can go, and I'll put links on Jacob's show notes page. You can go and see all the other cars that are available from the Ram's Head collection. There are quite a few of them. And again, uh, John was one of those guys that had an eye for things that were very, very special. You know, I like to ask my guests about what I call our driving inspirations. Out of this collection, or these collections, I should say, the cars you're offering, is there one or, or are there one or two cars that are really inspirational for you that really stand out? I I really like the 53 Cadillac Series 62 convertible that, that he has, also because it's so original. The, the interior in that car, 
it's black with with red interior and like an oxblood interior and the the interior is, is just incredible it's been sat and it's been used it only has 25,000 miles from new wow you know it's what we call a, a survivor car and i drove that car on the photo shoots and and a car that's never been taken apart just has a different feel than a car that's been all restored. That car really sort of struck a, a note with me. The other one who I know was very special to John is, of course, the 1948 Dodge Custom Coupe, which is a one-off Dodge that was coach-built by Durham. Mm. Durham, a U.S. coach-builder of the time. And this very car was ordered by John's father when it was brand new and taken to be displayed in his showroom. So John's father was a Dodge dealer in New York City. And um, this car, you know, was delivered right from from the, um, wow. I guess it probably went, they built the car Dodge, it would go to Durham and then probably go back to Dodge to get the final sort of trim and everything done. And then it was on display in New York City in, in John's father's dealership, it was sold, and John was able to buy it back uh, some some fifty sixty years later. Oh so my gosh. I know that was always a very yeah very special car, and so I do think that's um, a car that deserves to be highlighted. Very cool, coupe looking car. Yeah, and a lot of these vehicles are going to be offered without reserve, so that's something very special and cool too. They are going to sell. Uh, these cars are going to go home with some new owners and new caregivers. And uh, no doubt John would be uh, smiling down uh, at the new caregivers because, of course, we never really own these things, do we, Jacob? We're just caretakers until the next person comes along, right? You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But I can I can attest to, you know, again, I, I helped with the photo shoots and, and was with the whole car uh, collection for, for, have been for several days. And they're in very good shape. And they, they work, they're well sorted, as we say. So I do think the next caretaker will not have too many, um, headaches of, uh, on sort of, on, on, um, you know, things you weren't imagining or didn't know you were running into with these. They're really exceptional cars. Well, the great thing about John was he drove his vehicles and he used them. And that's important yes. because many times people go for cars with low mileage. And I've been a victim of this. I'll say victim, but I bought a car just because it was so perfect and so low miles, but it hadn't been driven. And when you get it and you start driving it, all of a sudden you realize, oh, that was a bad idea. These things don't sit well, right? That's right. No, they, they need to be exercised. Um, that, that's really key, especially the original cars that, that's sort of never been taken apart. You know, as long as you keep them, keep them going, they will be, um, they'll be great cars. Yeah. Absolutely. So this is, uh, you know, this question is going to be coming and that is of the entire offering for the Arizona Scottsdale auction for Bonhams, I'm going to buy one of these cars for you. Okay. I'm going to come down there and bid and give it to you. Which car do you want me to buy you? Oh, that's that's very very <laughs> difficult. Um, yeah, but it's very kind, isn't it? Uh, I thought you were going to say you're very kind, Mark. <laughs> you are very kind. <laughs> okay, for sure. There you for, go. We're doing that. You know, I will have to go probably with the 208s Fiata because I <laughs> really enjoy doing the Milamilia. I've been fortunate to do it three times, and um, oh. I wouldn't have to ask a friend for a car. I would be able to just go along. Um, yeah, that's that's sort of to me. It's that the styling, the the engineering, the history, and all of it in in one car. Um, sort of, and that's sort of for me that sweet spot of 
early 50s sports cars that that's what i really like i really also like john's concept cars but something that i could take on the millimilia that's that's a key thing and and um that car would fit that bill i think so those cars to me are like the uh, ferrari barchetta correct they have that feeling to them very much the yep. same look to them and a friend of mine up here in the northwest who you know uh david smith had a beautiful one that sure. he restored. Uh, that car that he yeah. took to Pebble and won with, and yeah, I remember seeing he, he and his son sitting on uh, in Carmel when they stopped for lunch during the tour and talking with him about that car and just how special it was. And he's had some very nice cars, but he just looked at me and said, "This is something else. This is special." And he's had yeah. he's had a really wild grill too, a very unique. Everyone was different, right? You're right. Yep. They, they were all bespoke coach-built cars and, and um, you know, they have the French in headlights. I mean, there, there's so many design details on them that, um, yeah, when you see it in person, it's, it's uh, and, and also, you know, this car having one in Pebble Beach, it is restored absolutely perfect uh, by Epifani, who is one of the best in the business. And uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, um, it's a neat thing. Absolutely. Well, you answered two questions with one because I always enable my guests to have the ultimate drive. So I guess it's going to be the Millimilia in that Seata for you. So uh, we'll see what we can do. I'll have to dust off my checkbook here for you. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, this is a wonderful event. And for you listeners, if you live somewhere where cold and it's rainy, which happens to be where I am this time of year, uh, getting down to Arizona in, in January is the place to be and Bonhams is going to be the place to be as well. Before I let you go today, Jacob, are there any parting words of advice or wisdom you might offer a listener who is going to go to an auction or would like to go to an auction, maybe has never been to an auction and wants to buy themselves a car? Well, I would say, um, you know, come early, uh, read the catalog, but come early and, and, and see the cars in person. A lot of times when you see something in person, you, you really know if it's right for you or not. Um, we offer test drives. We um, we are there the whole week to to really give give you know potential buyers the full insight of of what they're looking at. I would say that you know set your limit. Don't get carried away. But you know it it does happen. I mean collector cars are for the most part a pretty emotional purchase. And um, you know we wouldn't want you to to have to sell your house when you come home. So uh, you know. <laughs> Know what you're doing, and yeah, in the, in the words of the quintessential collector Bruce Meyer, buy the best you can and only cry once. That's right. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he has, he has the right, right. idea yeah. for sure. How can people learn yeah. more about the upcoming Bonhams Scottsdale auction? So, you, you go to our website, bonhams.com. If you put forward slash Scottsdale, it will take you right to the um, to the preview. There you can register to bid. Um, you can see the preview days and everything. Uh, the auction is held on the 26th of January at the Westin Keeland Resort, of course. The full catalog will be online sort of right before the holidays. So, um, you know, check back in around that time and you will be able to see everything we have, which should be 100, uh, 100 plus cars. Wow, fantastic. Something to send a wish list to Santa for this year because there's going to be something there for everybody. Jacob, thanks for coming back and spending some time and getting us all fired up for the new year. It's going to be so much fun in the desert. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you at Bonham's Arizona Scottsdale Auction. Thank you, Mark. Look forward to it and and all the best for the holidays. You too, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up 
a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!